This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Puppets can be for kids, sure, but they can also be for the big kid and us adults. From shadow puppets to marionettes to 10-foot-tall creatures that require multiple people to operate, puppets require skill and craftsmanship and to bring to life. Now, if your curiosity is piqued, you are in luck. It's time for the annual Chicago International Puppet Theater Festival, taking place at several venues across the city. Here with more about it is Blair Thomas, legendary Chicago puppeteer and the festival's founder and artistic director. Hi, Blair. Hello, Sasha. How are you? Doing well. Thanks for joining. Also here is Margaret Lorena Kemp, associate professor of theater and dance at the University of California, Davis. And she is co-creator and director of The Bluest Eye. It's appearing in the festival. Uh, I'll start with you, Blair. Tell us what you love about puppets. Wow. Well, uh, you know, the thing about puppets that that I'm so struck with these days is that the puppet is this great tool for cultivating empathy in humans. You uh, go to a puppet show and you, you, your empathy is immediately provoked by watching uh, a, a, you know, a, a simulacrum of a human being on the stage, you know, performing. And it's, it's not like seeing an actor. It's, uh, it's more like you, you're looking into a mirror. You see, the puppet have an emotional experience and, and you can feel it. It's because it's uh, the, the puppet is, is a, a kind of a, a blank slate that we can see ourselves in. And, you know, empathy is actually one of the biggest things we need to be looking out for in these times when actually things are really hard for people. It's hard in many, in many fronts and developing empathy for ourselves and for our community is important. Margaret, what about you? What would you say you love about puppets? I love how puppets enter, help the viewers really to find that empathy, to enter not just the stories, but there's some, the magic of entering the body of somebody else um, in a way that's really safe. And um, it's something that there's no replacement for it in any other kind of entertainment. You can't experience something like this on Netflix or at the cinema. Right. You can only experience it in a live venue. It truly is unique. Um, what would you want someone to know, Margaret, who, who doesn't know much about puppets? That it's hard. <laughs> and um, if you look at it and say, wow, that looks like it was hard. It, it was. <laughs> it, it, it takes a long time, but at the same time in the the labor in in trying to find out how humans and and puppets coordinate and collaborate to tell stories. We find layers in the story that we might not have seen otherwise. Um, So I, that's yeah. That's yeah. I feel. <laughs> no, I, I, that's fair. That's fair. But well, Blair, you know, something I did not know until I started researching uh, for this chat is that Chicago is called the puppetry capital of the world. <laughs> Why? Yeah. Well, uh, that name could come to us because we are hosting North America's largest puppet festival. And, uh, and this is our fourth edition of it. And uh, that's a that's a distinction that earns us that that some people to refer to us as that. Well, I want to talk about the craftsmanship of these puppets because they can run the gamut of size and of material. So what mm-hmm. goes into building them, Blair? Well, uh, 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 
a, a kind of a unique blend of, of someone who knows how to build like an, a sculptor uh, artisan, but, but also someone who understands how it's going to perform, what it's going to do, having a sense of a dancer or an actor as well. So it's this, uh, this is the unique thing. It's a, it's a performing art form and, and uh, uh, the puppets that, that you could see in, in our second week of the festival are, are large-scale puppets like the Bread and Puppet building huge figures that, that are telling the, the, the tragedy of, of the Persians, Aeschylus' play. Or you can see like the Bluest Eye production where all the characters of Toni Morrison's novel are, are depicted by these uh, Bunraku-style puppets, which are, are, are fully uh, articulated human dolls that mm-hmm. are about three feet tall. Yeah, it was so cool. I watched the trailer uh, for it, Margaret, and I was like, what are those puppets made of? It just looks so neat. They're um, paper mache, so ah. uh, with armature underneath so that they can stand up. But there are um, lots of different, there are a few different styles of puppets within the story kind of to uh articulate how the story is told because Claudia, the I would say maybe you think of her as the lead character, she is telling the story of Pecola Bree Love as she remembers it. So some puppets have more details than others because maybe the encounter with that person was very limited. So there might be less information about what that body looks like. But certainly of the two sisters, Claudia and Frida, is, the work is very detailed to reflect that um, relationship and certainly Pecola as well. I want to play a clip from your uh, performance, The Bluest Eye. Let's take a listen. Please, God, blue eyes like Shirley Temple and Barbie. Oh, yes, yes, that's good. It happened. And so is the ugly, untidy halibut. It's not my fault. Are my eyes really very nice? I find it so cool that you, um, you, you chose puppets, Margaret, as a way to accompany this adaptation of the novel. What's it been like to incorporate the live actors and the puppets into that same performance? Well, it was a challenge because um, it was it started out, first of all, with just a dream of mine that it was possible. And part of that dream was to bring lots of bodies into one character. So to kind of disrupt the idea that um, these people and these experiences are just one person or one type of person. Mm-hmm. And then to find how these performers can dance often when we're working because the puppets are very heavy. Some of them weigh 50 pounds. You have to put the puppet down and still create the work. And when you remove the puppet, it is literally a dance. So 50 um, pounds. Wow. Okay. They, yeah, they, really they, they carry them so effortlessly. So I would never have known that it was that heavy. <laughs> Yeah, no, they're they're really heavy, and sometimes I mean, we're, we're doing eight-hour days here, so we're we're putting them down a, a little bit so that we can preserve our our physical bodies in in telling the story. But it, you know, it was really something that it was in my dream space, and I had spent some time in South Africa, so I had an idea of the different types of puppets that um, might um, be 
part of this storytelling. And when I approached Jenny about it, our, our Jenny Young who designed the puppet, mm-hmm. I, I, I wanted to say these should be life-size. They should look like real people. And my real language was, uh, we're not, this is not cute. We're not, that's not the what these puppets are for. They're talismans for the story, not talismans for, for cuteness or anything that you might associate with children and puppetry. Yeah. That was so important to me. And even in, in directing the piece, because our actors, um, and some of them are still students, this was a, a you know, student investigation yeah. over six years. And to help them to, you know, dial, you know, there's no Disneyland in this work, very intentionally. Well, Blair, this is certainly going to be a a great festival. Tell us, you know, briefly, why do you think we need this now? Uh, Well, I mean, the opportunity to go back into communal spaces like theaters and be able to to uh, share these authentic moments is is really important. So we're doing all we can to make that a safe experience for all the artists as well as is the audiences at our venues. And uh, it's it's really uh, it 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 can have a an opportunity where the, where where now the, it is the time before is no more we won't be like we were t- two years ten years ago and the time that to emerge has yet to emerge and so we're in this transition it's a very magical time where we're yeah. becoming a, a new culture in so many ways and so it's great to come now to see and experience the work that was Blair Thomas, Artistic Director of the Chicago International Puppet Theater Festival, and Margaret Lorena Kemp, Co-Creator and Director of The Bluest Eye. Now, for more information about the festival, go to chicagopuppetfest.org. Thank you both. Want more context on the top issues of the day? Find the podcast, WBEZ's Reset, wherever you listen.